Good morning. Just thinking of of, of uh, carrying that message, uh, I, 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 I would like to go back to Leviticus 13 and 14 because uh, this is the law of the leper. This is uh, uh, this man that has leprosy, a picture of sin. And, 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 and there is a man, two men, could be the same man that are, that are mentioned that are unnamed. <laughs> and uh, Leviticus 13. And um, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have a, uh, in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priest. The priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy, and the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. Uh, the, the, the first man that just I think of is this man in verse 2. Here's this fellow, and he has some evidence of leprosy, some evidence of, of, uh, uh, on his outward person of, uh, leprosy. But this man does not make a declaration that he's a leper, but he instead takes him to the priest because only the priest has discernment to know whether or not he has leprosy or not. Now, of course, leprosy, as we mentioned, pictures sin. The priest is picturing the Lord Jesus, uh, God who sees all and knows all about our lives. And uh, but, but this man doesn't come of his own volition to the priest. And no sinner comes of his own volition to God to be exposed. Nobody wants to be known as a sinner. Nobody wants to be... Uh, 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 exposed in their sin and their evil, even if it's a, what they think is a small thing. And this man might have thought, you know, yes, I've got a little, you know, a little growth, but but it's a small thing. It's a small thing. And, and yet to the priest with the discernment, it wasn't a small thing, but there was a man that cared enough about God's glory, about the people of God, and about this leper. Now, now we we don't want to think of this this uh, man that brought the 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 man that had the uh, uh, leprosy as uh, unfriendly, because I doubt that this man would have come with him to see the priest if they didn't have some relationship. You know, he didn't tie him up and then you know abduct him and take him to the priest. He brought him to the priest. So there's some willingness on the part of this man to come before the priest and like i say perhaps he he felt that you know well the priest will see that it's nothing it's just a, a little spot and many people think that way about their sin mm -hmm. it's really nothing it's just something small you know god will let that pass after all everybody's a sinner and uh and uh, yet this man that brings let's just say what if he's his friend and he doesn't want him to go on uh the the picture for us doesn't want him to go doesn't a friend doesn't want us to go on in our sin in this case this man didn't you know was concerned for his friend what if it is leprosy it needs to be diagnosed right 
I mean, sometimes people won't go to the doctor and they need encouragement to go to the doctor because they're afraid of what the doctor might say. And so this man brings his friend. And 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 here, you know, we uh, uh, we can invite people just like we talked about hopeless people around the world. We can invite them to hear the gospel. We can bring them to Christ. We can bring them to hear the good news of Christ. Now, now but the first thing they're going to hear, they're not going to like. I remember uh, uh, the, when the Cravens were here, uh, the, the, they came to uh, one of our meetings. And the, the first thing that uh, John heard was that, you know, talked about we gave the gospel about sinners and going to hell. And, and, and that didn't sit well with him. I remember him saying that, you know, who, 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 who are these people that they think they can tell me that I'm a sinner? Right. So when when you're brought to hear the gospel, it's not necessarily immediately a happy thing because it's talking about personal sin. Sin is personal. That growth that this man had was personal to him. And sin is always that way. Now, look over in this verse, because this is quite amazing. Uh, and, and, you know, you have to read the whole chapter to see all the the varying degrees of 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 growth. And, and uh, in these spots and all to determine whether it's leprous. But if you go over in verse uh, uh, 12, this is chapter 13 of Leviticus, verse 12. And if a leprosy break out abroad in the skin and the lepers cover, cover all the skin of him that hath the plague from his head, even to his foot, Wheresoever the priest looketh, then the priest shall consider and behold, if the leprosy have covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean. That hath the plague. It is all turned white. He is clean. So this is amazing. Here, he, he this man brings, you know, the other man to, to the priest and he's got a spot. And he's determined he's called unclean. He's got to, to, to leave the camp. He's got to wear that covering and cry unclean, unclean, and warn people to stay away from him because he's leprous. But now here's here's a man, and he's covered with leprosy. The top of his head to the bottom of his feet, he's covered. And the priest looks upon him and pronounces him to be clean. Now, just skip over to chapter 14, and we'll see this again. Fourteen verse one, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, "This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing; he shall be brought unto the priest." So he's brought unto the priest. You remember this man that we just read about uh, in uh, uh, chapter thirteen, verse twelve. The the priest looked upon him, but how is it that the priest looked upon him? Because the man couldn't go to the priest. Right. The priest is at is at the uh, in the center of Israel, at the tabernacle or the temple. The, the leper couldn't go there. So someone brought him. Or someone went to the priest and then the priest came out. And that's what we find in the 14th chapter. <clears throat> the Lord said, this shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He should be brought unto the priest and the priest shall go forth out of the camp. And the priest shall look and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper. So. <laughs> How, why is it that if the man's covered in his leprosy, 
that he's pronounced clean. Well, that, that's exactly what the gospel message is. A man or woman has to accept the fact that they are nothing but a sinner in God's sight, that there's nothing at all of good that they can bring to God, nothing that they can appease God for their sinful life. They have to see uh, their lives the way God sees their lives, as covered in sin. You remember when when uh, Peter in Luke five, uh, when when Peter was fishing with the Lord and the Lord did that miracle and Peter felt exposed, his sinfulness was exposed and he said, uh, and I'm just I'll read it in Luke five, verse eight. When Peter, when Simon Peter saw it, saw the miracle, he fell down at Jesus knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And that's exactly what we see with this, you know, in type is Peter recognized that he was nothing but a sinner. That that the, he should not even be in the presence of the Lord because Peter was a sinner. And he wants the Lord to depart from him. I'm such a sinner, Lord. No, no, you're pure and you're holy and you're undefiled. Depart from me. Leave me. And so think of this man here. He's covered with leprosy. Let's say his friend comes to him and says, you know, I'm going to take you to the priest. And he says, oh, no, 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 no. I'm covered in leprosy. There's there's no hope for me. And the, the, and the and the man encourages him and says, no, no, I want to take you to the priest. I want to take you to the priest. And and, uh, uh, and the man um, wouldn't willingly go. How could he? The last time he went to the priest, he was pronounced unclean and he had to go outside the camp, had to wear that covering and cry out unclean. He was away from his family and and couldn't go back uh, to his, even his own home. So to encounter the priest again, particularly when he's covered with leprosy, is not something that he would do willingly, but his friend had to convince him. So how is it, you know, like with Peter? Here, he's convinced that he's full of sin and he wants the Lord to depart from him. But the Lord says to him, fear not. From thenceforth, from henceforth, thou shalt catch men. The Lord said, fear not. So just think of this, this man, he's covered with leprosy and his friend says, don't be afraid. This is the gospel message. When somebody is under conviction of sin, like Peter was, and they, and they, 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 they uh, have not just been diagnosed with sin, the sin uh, pictured in leprosy, but now they know by the fact that they're covered, they can no longer hide it. You remember Naaman, he was a leper and he could cover his leprosy, you know, with uh, his, his, uh, official garments as as a, a general in the Syrian army. Maybe he just had one spot because he he mentions a spot of leprosy so he could cover it. But there comes a point when, you know, your conscience becomes alive and you can't cover your sin anymore. The Holy Spirit will not allow you to cover it. And you feel that you're just sinful from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. And your friend says, no, no, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope and there is hope. And that's the only time when there is hope, when someone is willing to fully admit 
that there is no other chance of recovery for them except to come to God and receive his forgiveness. And they have to feel that they're unworthy to come to him because that's what grace is. Grace is God giving his uh, undeserved favor to men. Well, I have to know that it's undeserved. I have to be willing to admit that I don't deserve this salvation, Lord. I don't deserve this blessing, Lord. Like Peter, I don't deserve to be in your presence, Lord. Like Isaiah, woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips and dwell amongst the people of unclean lips. From mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. I don't deserve to be in your presence, Lord. And so he's brought under the priest. So I just, I just like those two men. The first man that brought him, you know, brings uh, the leper to the priest. It doesn't mean that he was uh, anything other than had good intentions and wanted to help. But the man has to be has to know his condition. And then this other man, when 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 the when when the 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 sinner is totally convinced he's hopeless. Hopeless. I'm lost in sin and God will never. God could never love me. God could never forgive me after what I've done. God could never receive me. And his friend says, don't be afraid. And and he goes in and he gets the priest and he brings him out. Can you imagine while that leper was waiting outside the camp? I bet he, I bet he might have considered running off, uh, you know, in fear uh, of just to, to, you know, because no one likes, particularly when you know that, you're hopeless. No one likes to be confronted with the fact that they're hopeless. You just want to run off and hide. And so he brings the priest out to him. And and then we just to, to, to finish off, he uh, is uh, uh, shown the, the sacrifice. Verse three, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp. The priest shall look and behold, and if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive clean cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water i mean you can't you can't miss the lord jesus here the bird from heaven in an earthen vessel a clay vessel i mean this is the lord jesus this is his incarnation the bird from heaven and this clay vessel and in that clay vessel, he's killed and over running water. Now, you know, running water, I mean, it, 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 one thought is, is, you know, running water, that it's a, that it's a, a brook or a stream or, or some place that water is emanating from the ground. Uh, you know, it could have been that he poured water. But, but in any event, you know, water in the Bible pictures the word of God and the word of God is made alive by the spirit of God. In Hebrews 9, 14, Christ offered up himself by the eternal spirit. So so you have uh, this 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 picture that God paints for us of of Christ and and in this earthen vessel that he is killed as a man. Verse six. And as for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop shall dip them in dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over running water. So obviously with the death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus, just like the two goats on the day of, uh, uh, of uh, atonement, you need two goats to picture his death and his resurrection. So we need two birds to picture his death. One pictures his death. The other is resurrection was the same person. 
It's the Lord Jesus. And uh, so he takes the living bird and the, the, the scarlet, the, the, the cedar wood, that which is great in the world, the hyssop, that which is small, and the glory of this world. Everything in this world stained. We talked about this last week. Stained by the blood of Christ. The whole world is guilty for the rejection of Christ. The whole world. I mean, whether it's, you know, it was written uh, uh, over over his cross in, in Latin, uh, in Hebrew and in Greek. I mean, that's the that's the whole world, the, the political world, Latin, the Greek, the, the world of the sophisticated man, the educated man. And then Hebrew, the religious world, the whole world is guilty. And and then he dips the living bird in the blood of the one that was killed. And of course, you know, this is. The, the Lord Jesus on the uh, in virtue of his death, in virtue of what he accomplished at the cross of Calvary, then that in that in, in the in the power of his blood, in the power of his redemption, it's pictured here that he shall verse seven, he shall the priest shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times. That's number of completion. It, it's complete, just like Jesus cried from the cross. It is finished. So now it's finished as far as this man's uncleanness. He sprinkled the blood. There has to be identification with the blood of Christ. Nobody can be saved without identifying themselves with the blood of Christ, his death on the cross, and his resurrection. Going to church will not save a person, as we all understand or should. Okay, seven times, and he pronounces him clean and shall let the living bird loose in the field. This is the most beautiful picture. I mean. Here is a man that is in one moment, he's outside the camp. He's got his covering. You know, he's 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 crying unclean, unclean. This fella comes up to him and he tries to to keep him away. Stay away. Stay away. I'm a leper. But this this good man, this friend won't listen. And he says, listen, I, I, I need to take you to the priest. No, can't you see I'm covered in leprosy? No, there's still hope. I need to take you to the priest. And he convinces him and he takes him to the priest. And now, you know, this, this is all happening. And, and he's waiting outside. The priest comes out for him. Perhaps, as we said, he's just fearful in this moment. And the, the, the priest then looks upon him and then takes these two birds. I mean, you know, all this takes time to gather together, you know, two birds and the cedar wood and the scarlet, and the, the hyssop and, and all of the, and, and what's going on in this man's mind and heart this whole time. You know, his heart has to be racing as to what the outcome is going to be. And then when the blood is sprinkled upon him and the priest who had pronounced him unclean before now pronounces him clean. And in that same moment, this is the most beautiful picture. The same moment, the priest turns loose that living bird, stained with the blood, speaks, you know, of the of the of the death of the Lord Jesus in virtue of his death, in obedience unto death, even the death of the cross, that he is resurrected because he's raised from the dead, Hebrews six says, by the glory of the Father. He had glorified the father in his obedience uh, uh, on the cross. And now God is glorifying him, raised him from the gra grave. The grave couldn't hold him. Death couldn't keep him because he was sinless and he had paid for sins. And that living bird, this leper watches that bird as a testimony to him. As a testimony to him that he's clean. That he's clean. 
in God's sight, he's clean. Now, there's other things that have to go on as far as uh, other sacrifices and him being brought back into fellowship with uh, the people of Israel and all. But nevertheless, the, 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 the resurrection of our Lord Jesus is God's testimony that every believer should lay hold of. His resurrection is a testimony that my sin, my sin has been paid in full, paid in full. If there was one sin that I had ever committed that had not been paid for, God can accept the unclean into heaven. So every sin, it doesn't matter when, if you sin before you're a Christian or after you're a Christian, all of that, God sees all your sentence upon Christ. Hallelujah. Every sin is paid for and he's risen. And in the resurrection of Christ, you see that my sins are gone, gone, gone. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jesus' name.